Hello, welcome to the uh, the podcast. What is this podcast? This podcast this is, is this is your take is excrement. Your right? take is excrement. I'm sorry, I walked into the wrong building today, mm-hmm. and I got really confused. We so the studio that we're recording in is there's like there's like sixty or seventy different podcasts that are here, and sometimes I just pop into the the rooms and they just have me on. So yeah, they they chain us to desks. I live in we... a I live in a liminal space. Yeah, I'm a prisoner here. Yeah, yeah. Help us. Help. Send help. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, I think we're in the right place. My name is May, and this is Neo. Yes. Okay. Great. Um, I'm in the. Okay. Sorry. I just had to remember. Um. Yeah. All right. I think that this podcast is sponsored by our patrons over at patreon.com slash excrement. Thank you for supporting us. And uh, I'm sorry for these very confusing <laughs> intros. I Clearly, I don't know how to start a podcast, uh, but it's fine. Listen, you just got to get get enough momentum to just kind of keep just 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 get keep it going. Yeah, you got to heat it up first. Yeah. You got to cook the old engine, you know. Yeah, like anyway. like, like a frog in, in water and science experiments. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Um so <laughs> hi and welcome to Your Take is Excrement. This is a movie podcast. This is a podcast about film. And basically the bit is I have a boy. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, his name is Neo, and he is with me today. Say hi. Hello, I am Neo. Okay, I am, I am the boy. You grew up in Africa. And what do they have there? Uh, a lot of tropical rainforests, but, and dirt, but and, not a lot of uh classic cult horror films. So today we are going to uh, we're gonna watch a classical horror film. And, we already have watched it. Yes. And then we're going to talk about it. Okay. And so this, now we're at the talking about it stage, correct? Yes. Okay, great. So what- Unless we just want to put it on in the background. <laughs> yeah, let's just throw it on. What's wrong with that? Yeah. And we just, in the background, you hear this muffled, Mancha! The whole fucking time. <laughs> anyway. Hello, my lovely children. Uh, we watched Sallow or 120 Days of Podcast, and we're going to <laughs> talk about it today on the the Sodom. I mean, the podcast. Sorry, I got that confused. Yeah. What's wrong, Neo? Well, we you watched, look sad. We watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, like, what? why are you so fucked up? What's, what's wrong? I... I don't like the movie. Oh, okay. So this is going to turn from podcast into therapy session, I think. So <laughs> let's just get that out of the way real quick. So so we do have to talk about so a little bit of background. So let's say you're at home, right? And you're like, I don't know what Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom is. I am, a, I am but a fool. First of all, don't watch it. I mean, unless you want to. Come on. Even if we you can turn want it on. to. Come on, we probably- can cuddle don't want to and if you do watch it and you say oh fuck why did i watch that i tried i did my best to wave you off mm-hmm. um, i'm like the traffic cones you know in a closed intersection i can't stop you from going through a closed intersection but i'm trying to stop you from the consequences <laughs> of, of your actions it's it's the train meme it's it's the train meme and i'm pulling the fucking lever <laughs> oh my god um, um, okay, so this movie is is about uh, this movie is sponsored by Hershey's. <laughs> so this movie is about <laughs> our take. Okay, so first of all, it takes place um, in like 1944, kind of at the at the end part of World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, Mussolini and uh, and the Italian government surrendered 
to the Americans after we, you know, kind of wrecked their shit. Um, but after the Italian government surrendered, the Nazis took over the northern part of Italy and made a little little country similar to Vichy France called Salo. Yes. So the, this movie takes place in Salo, and it follows four prominent members of the fascist party. And I think there's one of the four is a church leader or something yeah like a bishop or something Mm -hmm. and so they all go and they select and black bag eight or nine boys nine girls who are all teenagers i think they're all probably legal adults because of the filming of what what gets filmed but they're all supposed to be children yes um and they take them to a to a a hidden house where they have prostitutes tell them about sex and then they rape the fuck out of these kids uh the the fascists only want the boys but the girls are there for the boys but also for the nazi guards they have um and the whole thing uh just kind of so it starts out as just like uh hey we own these kids and we're gonna rape them and then they get really into shit eating so they uh make the the kids eat shit and then they like eat then they eat shit and then like it's just there's all these scenes where they're at this like at a banquet table and it's all with all this finery yeah and they're all just eating shit (laughs) and then eventually they just kind of snuff all the kids so and 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 they yeah and they just watch all these kids getting snuffed yeah pretty uh, much. and then the movie ends um that whole description you sounded like you had a gun to the back of your head i you i were have like a watch meta- out i had a metaphorical gun to the back of my head you're like i'm so sorry i have to describe this to you but here comes the memory of the film is yeah. the metaphorical gun to my head right um goodness this film well so we should also note before we get we we go into any further discussion before the film came out a fascist fucking killed the director well so there's a lot of debate about that but we'll get into that in a bit but so there's there's a lot of things there's a lot of things with this like if if you're a film person like let's say you're a film person then you know that there's a lot of shit going on here i mean there's a lot to talk about yeah. Number one, um, this is maybe the most disturbing movie anyone ever made. It's the most disturbing movie I've ever I, seen. I would definitely say budget to actual disturbing on-screen <laughs> content, it is the most worthwhile yeah. disturbing movie. I mean, if we're talking about the money on screen, it's very obvious, it's very artful, and also, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up, dog. Worse than Cannibal Holocaust by leaps and bounds. By leaps and bounds. And so, like, and you know what? That's kind of a hot take. A lot of people actually think Cannibal Holocaust is worse. Imagine that. Well, imagine being that wrong. Damn. Well, and and well, and all this is fake, you know, but some of Cannibal Holocaust is real, right? So well, that's the... well, but I mean, but at the same time, like, I think that, uh, oh, like, a lot of the, the fascist in power did this shit. So right. Also, yes and no. Well, and also if we're talking about budget to disturbing content, Cannibal Holocaust is kind of cheap. 
and it kind of shows its cheapness. I think at times it's very like cheap Italian horror film Mm -hmm. at times. Um, where I feel like Sallow is never cheap Italian well, horror film. Yeah. It's pretty much always fucking bad to look at. Cannibal Holocaust like looks bad. Yeah. Like the camera work is shitty. Right. <laughs> Intentionally, right? I don't. I think so. Like it, it, even if it's intentionally shitty, it's still fucking still shitty. Still pretty shitty. Sallow is the the movie is beautiful. Oof. Like it's it's in Technicolor, right? I believe so. So like Technic, it's it's in Technicolor, which is just like a, a it's beautiful, just like beautiful, it's colorful, it's, yeah. So it's a beautiful, colorful movie. All the shot, all the camera work is proficient. the The sound is great. It's a very well made movie, which makes it so much worse because it's a well made movie that captures everything beautifully about children eating shit and getting raped by fascists. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> I hate that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 fucked up for like a billion reasons this movie, but like there there are some notable things that I think separate this movie from other movies of this caliber. Uh first off, there's this weird romanticized relationship between the the victims and the perpetrators. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. There's this weird, almost sensual nature that stuff is is shot, well, the, where it's almost meant to kind of come across right. as appealing and, and romantic. It's because the movie is shot from the perspective of the fascists, exactly. So it's 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 you're seeing the way they see it. Yeah, and that's of, what's fucked up about it yeah. mostly because it's just treated like this jaunt. But also, I think there there are themes in there about how you know the populace kind of more or less is has this like sensuous relationship with their own oppressor mm-hmm. right and they try to do things like that where it's like yes this horrible thing is happening to these people but these people are kind of fine with it mm-hmm. like they're kind of participating um sometimes they're not participating and it's bad sometimes it's like very theater of exploitation but other times it's like they are romantically participating in their own you know torture shit-eating demise right and so that makes it really fucked up to but, look it's, at. but, it, but the, the reason they're participating is because of the like the prostitutes who are like training them to do right. so well yeah and so, so there's it's they're like, being groomed to do this yeah yeah well and so there's there's that element and then well so like it's so like this whole movie is literally just all those conspiracy theories about like hollywood pedophiles it's like that conspiracy theory the movie but with fascists one of the big significant things that I was talking to Neo about the other day was that, um, you know, Harriet Tubman and Ronald Reagan were alive at the same time. Like, I heard that the other day, and I, I thought about that. And there was a brief overlap, you know, it's like one generation, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Sallow is Pier Paolo Pasolini making a movie about how, in less than a generation, like, less than a, a virtual lifetime, fascism was there did exploit people and Mm -hmm. everyone participated in it it went pretty much unpunished for the majority of people that participated Mm -hmm. and they just went on back to their lives and those are our friends and neighbors and we just are totally okay with that Mm -hmm. and how that's kind of a fucking nightmare 
And Mm -hmm. so like people, even now, even still, people have this tendency to be like, well, the good thing about Sallow is that it's very old. And, uh, you know, because it gives it a little bit of like emotional distance or something like that. Like it's, you know, it's 40, 50 years old, something like that. But that's that's not even a lifetime. That's not long. And I I think that a lot of the things that are being documented in that film are still true of well, our times now today. Mus- I mean, it, Mussolini's daughter is a far right politician in Italy today. Yeah. So it's like we're not that far removed from 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 fascism and World War II fascism. Yeah. Cuz like yeah, they're their fucking children are politicians. Right. You know, they're still catching uh, Nazi war criminals. Yeah. It's, it's like, the things, humanity's taken such, like, incredible, like, leaps and bounds in the last hundred years that we really want to distance ourselves from what was, like, last generation. Right. And it's like, it's like, no, we can't, we can't outrun that. We have to address it. We have to deal with it. Exactly. And we're not going to. And that's kind of what this movie's about. Is, yeah, is, is the, how we're not going to address it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do anything about it, and all of it has a tendency to fall into just being in vain. Yeah, and like, you know, <laughs> it's mostly fallen on deaf ears too. I find because most people just watch it because it's gross and fucked up, and they don't really um, comprehend more or less what the film is really trying to do and that's a tragedy like that, i think so true too but that's you know. a, like that's almost like that that knowledge is almost worse than the fucking film yeah you know, it's like right. i don't know well it's like what? i was watching this interview the other day with marilyn manson of all mm-hmm. people and he was being asked about the holy mountain right and he was like the holy mountain it's your favorite movie right and he's like yeah it's it's my favorite movie and he's like why do you like it and Marilyn Manson like thinks about it, thinks about it, thinks about it. Then he's like, you know, I just think visually it looks really cool, <laughs> right? And you know, and it, and you're just like, oh, fuck off. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the worst possible thing to say about it. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, I feel like that is how most people view Sallow, where they're like, um, Sallow, that's the one that's real fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like. Uh, yeah, yes, but also it's significant as a film, and we should talk about that. You know, it's like the anti-birth of a nation in a lot of ways. Right. It's like, it's it, it's like one of very few movies that's just like, uh, this is a thing that's happening, we deserve it, and it sucks. Another movie that we haven't talked about yet is, is Goodbye Uncle Tom, which you're unfortunately going to have to watch at some point in your life, mm-hmm. because it's kind of comparable to this. And um, that one is mostly about, like, the slave trade mm-hmm. in, in America. And the ultimate point is, like, the white people have it coming, right? Like, if, if, this, if this is all very true, all of these things that happened, then, like, anything that happens to the white people at that point in the United States, they deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it is coming, and there's nothing they can do about it. Uh, and even though it was generations ago, it's still like the blood is still on their hands and well, you, that's still like, the way that things are it's generations ago, but you didn't fucking fix it. Exactly. Well, and so like, you didn't deal with it. Yeah. And so it's kind of one it's of like, those, it's a credit card debt. You put it under, you, you know, you, you hide the credit card in the sofa, 
it's not gonna help you right well and it's like it's like this is like one of those movies that's that's often labeled as fairly extremist but the bit is simply just like fucking fascist fascist get away with it and yeah time time is good to fascists Mm -hmm. like Time is good to fascists, just like time is good to the, like the white slavers. And eventually, there's going to be some kind of chickens come home to roost moment. But yeah. like, and they have it coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but the sad thing is, it's like inconsequential. The whole thing is inconsequential. You know, it doesn't. All of those individual lives, like, it doesn't even matter. All of that suffering, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's kind of just brushed aside for the political. Mm-hmm. ramifications so it's like there's a lot of shit going on with sallow sallow is a spicy 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 meatball <laughs> it's a spicy meatball hey it's- speaking of ridley scott we were talking about ridley scott before this started and and um so house of gucci is is out and jared leto's in it and he has like the most <laughs> embarrassing italian accent ever and they're they're memeing the shit out of this online and it's it's like the funniest thing ever i have to show it to you right now uh just because i said spicy meatball and we're talking about italian things mm-hmm. so if we're talking about crimes against the italians uh or or just this is just hold on <laughs> Jared Leto. What the fuck? Jared Leto needs to stop. It's a me, Mario. I thought he said Arlo. He said Paolo. Oh. But it sounds like it's a me, Mario. From the acclaimed series Mario. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. It's video games. You wouldn't understand. No. This video games are only for trans girls. Mm-hmm. I'm Which not I'm a, not I'm one. Not, I'm not a gamer girl, so no, sorry, nope. That's that's all me, me gamer girl. You know me. Anyway, so we were talking about Sallow. You keep on get going off track. I'm sorry. It's just because it's a shit eating film, and I don't want to <laughs> talk about it. But my no, my point there was like, like, uh, <laughs> like Italians, right? That's ultimately the meme, right? Is like Italian culture has this weird like fascist underpinning that they are dealing with and so cannibal holocaust mm-hmm. let's just talk about that for just just the briefest moment is a movie ultimately calling out italians right for making exploitative documentaries for like financial gain mm-hmm. a, a thing that of course they fucking did mm-hmm. well salo is calling out italians for having fascists there and yeah. well and, and not like, just having fascists there yeah but, but not not fucking killing all the fascists like well, letting it like, fester well and there's this like meta um there's like meta narrative to the whole thing too where it's like okay the shit eating right what's the bit with that what are they actually trying to say mm-hmm. when it's just like they made their nation eat shit right. basically right and then that just got ingrained in the culture and so while they were killing people you know and while they were raping the people and forcing them to eat shit these are things that we kind of um you know in interiorized right like uh what what, what is the word i'm looking for internalized uh, right. yeah so like in our culture now right i mean we're not italians but in american culture right like 
I think a lot of people over COVID had to eat fast food, like an awkward amount, mm-hmm. you know, like just a, just a lot, you mm-hmm. know, just a lot. And at some point you realize like, oh man, I am just eating shit. Like, yeah. and, and it is just, that is just, it's like a process. Right. Mm-hmm. And so why are they so fucking into coprophagia? You know, why are they so into the sexualized eating of shit? And it's like, this is a question that we, I feel like on a meta narrative are asking about our own resources now. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we being forced to eat shit when good food exists? You know what I mean? Right. Like, why, why are these things, why are we, why is our choice being taken away? You know, our, our choice is being stripped away by our leaders and then you lose food and then you lose your life. And it's just like, that's the process that fascism does to, to its nation. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a little bit beyond just like the individual and like what a fascist would do to a child. And I guess that that kind of like, draws the line from <clears throat> fascist Italy to Bastille, like um, Marquis de Sade, like writing 120 Days of Sodom, like a long time ago, mm-hmm. you know, about basically these exact same concepts. And Sallow is just going, okay, so Sallow is kind of a representation of this 120 Days of Sodom, basically. Like it's a nation, a national representation of right. this 120 Days of Sodom. So it, it we can literally just change the setting and it's the same. Mm-hmm. And so I strongly believe that you take the same fucking thing, the sallow concept, and you apply it to like the last fucking eight years of our life or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, in America with all the fucking bullshit that's gone on with the, you know, the death and the yeah, illness could- and the... You could remake this movie. And you could do it here. You could remake this movie with like Trump, Paul Manafort, Rudy Giuliani. Exactly. And, and that's uh, the Ro- fucked Roger up thing. Stone. Yeah. And well, and so it's this, it's this repeating thing. And so it's like Marquis de Sade writes about it. You know, Pier Paolo Pasolini adapts it. And now we are talking about it. Right. Right. And it's just, it's this never ending. So, you know, why... I, I feel like this almost gets to the root of like why we even keep seeking out disturbing media and things like that. And it's like, oftentimes I feel like it's the only vulgar truth that you can find, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like somebody that's genuinely willing to tell you the truth. And sometimes it's edgelordy, but this is like the best example of it. This mm-hmm. is where someone's just like viscerally telling you the truth. And that's a great thing. Right. It's a, it sure is good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Paul Manafort. That was that was a good good grab. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I liked. It. I... <laughs> it's my political diatribe for the day. <laughs> but no, like, I mean, it's we we've been talking about this a lot lately. Where y- you and I have been getting progressively angrier as people. Like, we've been listening to a lot of punk music yeah. and and watching Henry Rollins talk about shit, and you know, we've we've just been doing a lot of shit like that and watching fucked up movies for the podcast you know Mm -hmm. and so we're just kind of getting this kind of whacked out energy where we're like man fuck american culture but seriously though guys right like Mm -hmm. we i i think we are there right where we've we've felt that way for a while you know as a country like that that american culture is kind of like uh rotting from the inside and turning into this like weird 
almost like sexually exploitative thing. I right. mean, with the ex, I mean the Epstein thing. Well, I think like Fuck. every every aspect right? of American culture is like failing. Like our infrastructure is failing mostly because of our our insistence on the shitty fucking like street road bullshit we build everywhere where you know it's like the the two lane two lane roads with uh fucking stores on either side and no no uh no way to walk no, no like pedestrian infrastructure um with how we build our fucking suburbs um and 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 how we like monetize that it's it's we've built this we've built a system on fucking rotten lumber and it's kind of all crashing down and you know it's, it's and so it's who like who can we blame but our fucking the the generations before us but, but here's the thing right so sallow right right sallow the 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 plot of the movie is literally the the italians lose right and they have they they get a little colony just for a little while so that they can do what they want yeah and is that not yeah well no exactly but, no but also but it's it's the same bit where 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 their they their culture and their society just kind of collapsed mm-hmm. you know as they lost the war right because of a lot of the same reasons our society's collapsing right and, and in the end like if you're you know if if you're in power and you're and you're watching this regime change and you're watching things change and you're you're wondering about what's going to happen in the future what the fuck else are you going to do other than hop on epstein's plane and go down to rape island you know like it's it, it's all these like political leaders and all these influential people who aren't there who, like enjoying the the burning of the world while they can yeah well because because they're not doing what they want to do for any sort of like altruistic reason they're just there for power yeah and and as you see and and as as they're watching like the rod the supports rotting under them the only thing to do then is to exercise as much power as you can and and like what's the ultimate expression of fuck you the laws don't apply to me right it's fucking raping a kid well yeah and i mean so so not to get into too spicy of like current events but i mean like afghanistan right all of that shit yeah we're 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 talking now about how it was all just basically a grift the yeah. whole time you know like we we kept it going for for so long and it was a grift and then we let it go and it immediately turns back into exactly you know like a different thing and so it's like yeah it immediately it reverts is. back like, to the the northern alliance and caves in northern afghanistan fighting islamic fundamentalists yeah it just like when we showed up there and and it's like in like on afghanistan it's the whole thing where it's like the country is the breaker of empires like everyone who invades afghanistan like loses their empire right so the only good thing to do there is just enjoy the the grift and leave it alone and so they just went and grifted the fucking country and Ah, I love to hate well, that. Well, and yeah, and, and like, it's like literally the grift is is people using like the the national resources to funnel it into into their own ventures and their own like profit, which is literally what the fascists did in yeah. Italy and in Germany, and to a lesser degree Japan. Um, Japan was doesn't share a lot of the economic similarities to like Italy and in Germany in the forties, sure. but like a lot of just Nazism was most like was mostly just a grift to see how much they could take from the Jews. Like so much of Nazism was literally just 
like a grift to get rich. Well, and, um, and I think that's and the, ultimately the point here, right? It's like it, it starts as a grift, starts as like, you know, it starts as as rape, right? It's mm-hmm. like s- exploiting the person. Right. And then it turns into, well, now we're going to make them eat shit. And then at some point you go, well, now we're going to kill them. Yeah. Right. Well, and, 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 and so and, that's the process. And the thing is, is they don't even wake up and decide to, to start the shit eating. Like the, right. the prostitute that they have hired to groom the kids it's like yeah one time i was with the was, i was with the john and he ate my shit and i thought that was really hot and then the and then the italian or the the fascists are like oh i want to watch someone eat my shit yeah of course yeah and so uh, <laughs> well and it's like we were we were talking about this earlier how um how like I know that this is ridiculous. Like these, these things, I, I feel like this podcast is kind of going to be all over the place, like s- s- sporadic, but I think that it overall paints a decent socio-political picture. Uh, Hitler, mm-hmm. when he was like, after he died, apparently he had fucking busted all his veins and they were putting testosterone into him and yeah, like, all kinds of drugs for, to like prop him up for 15 years. He was doing a shitload of drugs. Like, and it started out as like vitamins and testosterone, and in the end, he was doing cocaine, opiates, like just fucking everything. Like his doctors literally just fucking speedballing him, yeah, to get him through the days. And it's like, and like as in the last like two or three years of the war, he literally like there was a bunker that he lived in that everyone else hated being in, but it was the only place Hitler felt safe. So he just lived in this bunker and like got 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 a speedball every morning and did insane shit yeah well and it's like there it is right political leaders right they they you'll they'll decry the addicts while while enjoying the fuck out of like a drugged out like privileged life yeah until their end like because like trump was fucking hooked on adderall yeah yeah i mean amongst other things amongst other things but but it's like you know, it's it's but it's no different, really. No. I mean, the same kind of vibe, and well, and and I mean, like, obviously, addiction is not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but privilege, right? The privilege of being handed whatever you want to the point where you're being dosed like crazy shit constantly, like well, like fucking Hitler, like, like Hitler <laughs> being doing so much drugs that his veins were collapsing, and his doctor. His like professional doctor was having problems getting more drugs into him because all of his veins were just fucking shot. Yeah. Um, well, and that's like giving somebody whatever they want whenever they want. Right. That's the the bit there. And, and and it's also like on 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 the addict thing. It's it's a, it's like being an addict is just it's 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 a human thing, you know. It's, right. It's you develop dependency on it, but it's when someone is an addict is doing like illegal drugs and then is is in a position of power and punishing other other people for doing those same drugs it's like oh you, you as a grift entirely as, as a grift as a grift well and so that's the the shitty thing that we're learning i think about everything is that a lot of politics are just a grift yeah and a lot of uh war is a grift and a lot of all of this shit all of this like you know like justice has a tendency to look like justice but it's actually a grift Mm -hmm. and sallow i think is literally this it's it's like literally a representation of this it's like look at the grift and watch what happens if it decays right like watch what happens as if they get what they want yeah they yeah they fucking kill everyone and 
and sit sit in their little rooms and like jack off and watch it like yeah uh <laughs> yep yeah yep so it's time for a breaky poo i have a little advertisement for you um i have great news no one no one i repeat not a soul has purchased ad space yet so we don't have an ad for you today uh i can't be like go get tim's butthole wax at your local farmer's market like i can't say that i I gotta say something so patreon.com slash excrement that's our shithole podcast zone yeah for all of the shit so you drop us some shit bucks over there too would be nice two is like the solid number that's like the that's the like uh, I'm a I'm a listener I'm listening every week I'm a big fan of it but you know I I don't want ad space or anything like that and honestly I think we could make this thing sustainable entirely weekly doing this like for a long time if we just got a lot of two dollars yeah patrons like that just 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 enough to keep us doing this all the time because it is kind of a big time commitment at this point like we've this is our fifth episode right episode five wow hell heck shit that's a lot of episodes that's four more than one yeah and well and when you start a podcast you know you got to get over that hump of the first couple mm-hmm. and we are over that hump at this point but if we want to maintain this i mean a little bit of a little bit of money would help i i also think that um just throwing a little money at our equipment would be good it's not to say that what we've got right here is bad but like perhaps like some kind of better editing process or perhaps better microphone at some point would be nice like something a little bit more podcast friendly because these are basically my music microphones (laughs) i i just borrowed them from myself to do this (laughs) podcast and now i don't have them which is kind of a bummer because i like to use them for music but um i mean whatever Mm -hmm. uh but one of these days like these are things that i think would be good to get for the podcast and also just a like I think that we're going to be doing a lot of podcasting. Podcasting is fun. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to Maddie about potentially starting a podcast with her. Um, so there's a lot of options. But anyway, uh, we're also still definitely looking into getting a podcasting network. We haven't done that yet. <laughs> yeah. And if you want if you want an advertisement, there's a, there's a tier on Patreon for advertising. If you want me to pimp out whatever you want me to, I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Anything. Anything. Pretty much anything. So, uh, except for like Nazi shit. Yeah. Which brings us back to the conversation. Hey, hey welcome back. We're back to Sallow. Sallow. We're back to Sallow. We're 120 Days of Sodom, Neo's favorite film. Yeah. So, um, so Neo, do you, so, do you know, did you Google a lot of the controversy around the whole death thing? Um, I read the Wikipedia article on it. Okay, so you have a little bit of knowledge, but so there's there's like a lot of like hearsay and a mm. lot of like Okay, it's worth mentioning that Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom was a production that was handled well. This mm. is important to note that everybody on set was supposedly supposedly hunky dory. Everybody was happy. Everybody liked it. There's like behind the scenes footage of everybody being happy. There's not a lot of exploitation going on. Apparently everybody was cool with it, Mm -hmm. which is kind of shot. I mean, Cannibal Holocaust, not so much, but this one, this one, you know, people were cool with it. And, um, this was also being covered by local newspapers. So like local press was, was covering the, the, 
production of this film. It was a major production, major production in Italy, in Italy at the time, which is mm-hmm. also significant because a lot of Italian filmmakers were, you know, going elsewhere to make their movies. You know, a lot of Dario Argento would making making movies in Berlin, uh, you know, Amazon, just all over the world. Um, but but this was a major production being made in Italy. So it was significant to a lot of local news and they reported on it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so at the end of the day, uh, it was like right before the whole thing was finished. Like I think they had wrapped production. They had, they had, they had a cut of the movie, but they had not yet premiered it or it might've been right after. I don't remember exactly. I think he was killed a couple of days before. Before. That's what premiered. I want to say. And so the the thing is like supposedly he was with a prostitute and it was there's questionable about whether or not he was into underage boys too which is also fucked up he is italian he is italian so he had us but anyway so my my bit there is like piero paolo pasolini was perhaps 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 um not a a good dude but we don't know i I don't know Mm -hmm. um and i'm sure we're gonna get comments being like evidence <clears throat> maybe but uh either way he was supposedly killed uh when he was with a prostitute and uh yeah then he then yeah he was killed and so the 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 bit is was he killed by somebody who didn't want him to uh have made this film or was he killed by you know, uh, someone he was exploiting, someone that was trying to rob him, something mm-hmm. like that. Was it innocent or was it, did it have something to do with the movie? Well, and he had kind of a, an, a he had a lot of, uh, of controversy surrounding him, I suppose, in Italy because like, well, obviously the fascists didn't like him very much yeah. and I don't know why. Anyway, so, well, and this is a, another reason why a lot of people are like, was he into underage boys? Because the Italian fascists sure didn't like him, and they do say whatever the fuck they want to get things. So, like, there's that tendency mm-hmm. there, too. So there's, like, a lot of, like, mystery as to what the exact dealio here is, and maybe that's conspiratorial, but... Um, when you when you watch 100 and t- or Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom, you genuinely go ah yeah i can see it Mm -hmm. yeah i can totally see why he was murdered for this yeah yeah so yeah and and i think that him being a martyr for the film adds more weight to it sure but also it's unfortunate right yeah like ew god fuck i don't want see because i don't want that to be true um, because that means some very, very bad things about the world, right? But the the movie is still out there. Yeah. So they couldn't stop the movie. No. Um, but also, what did the movie change? What did the movie do? Did the movie fix anything? Or did the movie just exist as one very punk document of this thing that's totally going on and happens and continues to happen in giant civilizations? Well, yeah. It's like well, I think it's like it's it's like Squid Game where all the all the right wingers and capitalists watch it and go, "Wow, that that shows about how much communism sucks." Right, Damn. and it's like missing the point entirely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So I I think that that right wingers and fascists have this like 
miraculous ability to watch something hypercritical of them and be like, this wow, is for me. This is for me. This is a, this is against the leftist communists. Right. Well, and like, yeah, I, I, I have heard dumbass arguments about this movie in relationship to that, like saying that it's like communism. Um, Fascism is literally just like communism. <laughs> yeah. So who knows what's, what the fuck is going on there um but but either way our boy is is no longer and he did make quite a few art films but but this was his like big shocking one um he also did like the canterbury tales and he he did a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. um and like very much like artistic eye yeah i think well that's that's part of what makes (laughs) the movie so fucked up is it's so artistically beautiful well so let's talk about that um what what exactly do you feel like makes makes its like dichotomy exist? Like, where is the beauty at it? At, well, in it because it's like the like I said earlier, like the cinematography is really good. The fact that it's in Technicolor is great. The location is really good. It's all just like There's the entire of, movie looks like a looks like a Renaissance painting. Well, and I almost feel like that's kind of the thing, right? So, if you know anything about art history, you know that Catholicism is kind of a gilded turd, right? It's like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like a. I mean, sorry if you're a Catholic, it's just like, I listen, I've been down that road. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, there, there's, there's like a lot of bad shit that goes down at the Vatican and Vatican city, but it's a beautiful place. Yeah. And it's a beautiful place because they hired every great artist imaginable to make it a beautiful place. And so all of these amazing artists turned this like place of exploitation into a miraculous beauty. And so like, 120 days of Sodom is super ornate, like mm-hmm. wide shots, beautiful locations. It's like, look how beautiful Italy is the land of exploitation. You know, it's like, it's a beautiful place where you can't hear the screaming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and like all, all the kids are, are really pretty. Yeah. All the prison guards are, are pretty. Mm-hmm. Everyone except for the fascists are really pretty. And I mean, the fascists well, are like toads. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're horrific. Um, but but they also like clearly represent the different figures of Italian culture. There's yeah. like one that's like very much a state leader. There's one that's very much a religious leader, um, and they they kind of like all end up congealing into uh, how does this get allowed? Well, if every figure of every head of state in every way is kind of participating in it, mm-hmm. then of course it is. And so the Holy Mountain, I think, is a is a good comparison here because it like does the same call out post vibe of like, here's all the people that are leading the world in ways that you don't like the invisible hands. Yeah. And here's how they're all married and they're all fucking you. Yeah. And so, and children. Yeah. And children. So, and making you eat shit and then going to kill you. And so like 120 days of Sodom, his, his martyrdom there, like, and I hate, I almost hate calling it that because what if it isn't, but if it is martyrdom, if he is liter- legitimately has died for his movie, then like, doesn't that just kind of like make him the prime example of the exact thing that he's trying to talk about? You know, which is just like living a life enslaved, being forced to like, you know, subsist on shit, mm-hmm. and then getting killed. And right. he didn't want to live like that, so he tried to say that's what was happening, and fucking died saying it. Mm-hmm. Just romantic. It's romantic. If it's what happened, then I like it. Right. But I don't 
like that is the that is the that is the tale, right? Mm-hmm. right. And I like this tale. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know people saying that uh, uh, Marsha threw the brick at Stonewall. You know she she didn't. Yeah, she wasn't there. <laughs> she wasn't. Right. She legitimately was not there. But the story is more important. Like the story that she did is significant enough that it has led us to believe and do a lot of radical shit. So it's like we, that bad, <laughs> bad, bad bit from Game of Thrones. It's like that bad, bad, bad bit from The Dark Knight. <laughs> the story is what's important, not the truth. Yeah, well, and but so unfortunately, that is kind of the situation we end up in here with 120 Days of Sodom. It's like, so if Pier Paolo Pasolini died... Um, you know, defending his movie from a fa- like a fascist. I like that more. Right. That means more to me. Mm-hmm. And that has a tendency to be the thing that I've heard the most because that's what people want to believe. Right. And so if they believe it, you know, at some point that's the truth of it. And even if it's not the truth. So it's like a meaning. That's the meaningful truth of it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, so in that case, rest in peace, King. But if he was an unfortunate, horrible uh, person himself, then uh, rest in shit, fuck you. <laughs> you can never tell with Italian directors. God damn it. Uh, it's true. I, I, so I've covered my bases there, but I, I think I ultimately got my opinions out. <laughs> God. So you hated watching it. I did. So I'm, as a human, I'm always hungry. I... I like in the in the in the like 40 minutes we've been re- excuse me in the like the 40 minutes we've been recording i've just kind of been craving pie because <laughs> you know it's post thanksgiving you have leftovers yeah i've been hungry for pie after every bite of food i've eaten today okay i so I, i've never not been hungry today and my entire life has been this where i'll eat and then i'll be full and then i'll still be hungry because i'm an all-consuming uh, pile person. of flesh pile yes. of flesh um the the last half of of sallow was the only time in my life i have been not hungry the only time in my life where i could not have eaten food if it was in front of me damn dude i viscerally did not like watching that movie it it, it was disturbing to the bone that sounds like some wow well, I have great news, and see, it's unfortunately great news, but it's like, there was a time, I guess I would have been probably about 25 or 26. I'm no longer that. Now I'm 52. But when I was 25 or 26, I was like, oh, oh Sallow, or 120 Days of Sodom, is the most disturbing movie ever made. I said, um, not knowing that there was a wellspring deep a deep wellspring filled with shit worse than this or as bad as this well but it's like i don't know it it's it's in my opinion the fact that it's made so well makes it so much worse yeah well and that's why it ends up being the most important of i think of all of these it's just because it's like it is viscerally disturbing but it's also from com- comparably budget to screen, it like looks fantastic. It like speaks really well, and I think 
overall it just has its messaging like right in line it's like everything has very specific direct representational value yeah well and it's like if may chan's daily life was shot in technicolor then we might be having a different conversation but it's not it's shot with a with like a piece of shit when are we gonna do that movie i don't know Uh, (laughs) i don't know if there's anything to talk about with that movie yeah there really probably isn't a whole lot like i mean maybe a little bit yeah but not a we 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 could just do an episode on like shitty japanese snuff films or like like fake snuff films i mean true uh we but could. back to back to to, to the shit eating italians yes it's just like because i i've 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 seen movies that like if they were shot as proficiently as sallow would be you know genuinely upsetting would be upsetting but nothing like like there's this like there's this inverse correlation between how well a movie looks like or how well a movie portrays its meaning through cinematic language. Yeah. And, and, and how disturbing it is. And it, it feels like every other movie, the more disturbing the movie gets, the worse they get at trying to portray the cinematic language gets worse. The, the cinematic yeah. lang- language gets worse, except for fucking Salo. Salo's Salo's like the, the exception. Median. It's fucked up, and the cinematic language is perfect. The cinematic language is perfect, and it's real fucked up. Well, I guess that brings us to the question, the big question, the big one. Let's pull it out, my friends. Is this going to go in your shit pile or not, sir? Where are you at with this one? It all depends on the story. So, like, I think if, if, you know, we're going to go on the side of, you know, the director died to fascists because of this movie you have to put it in the good pile right like you know but if that's not what happened and some random underage prostitute stabbed him in the kidney because he was raping him then i think the movie loses a a big part of its significance sure and then i think that just goes to the (laughs) goes to the that the the shit pile the like I don't I don't like it anymore. I don't want it. So I'm a big fan of cultural anthropology. That's like one of my big things. So it's like I'm kind of of the mind that it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's um true, really. It's it more matters that I have a clear understanding of 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 it and that like I feel like its existence is somehow essential. In mm-hmm. history, so I feel like Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom continues to be more and more essential, right? So it kind of almost doesn't matter what happened, and it kind of doesn't matter who made it. It's kind of a pocket watch in the desert at at times. Mm-hmm. So I think it lives as a document of this particular manifestation and how it continues to be a problem today. Right, um, and and in that way, I can't make it less important. No matter mm-hmm. what the director did, you know, and so it, and beyond that, as a work of cultural anthropology, no matter what the director did that got him killed for this, it's more interesting than had he been alive and lived and died as an old fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's cultural anthropology. It's interesting, and like, <clears throat> I refuse. I think to separate. Uh, um, or to put to moralize cultural anthropology to the point where I can't at least engage with it. So 
I'm engaging with it no matter what the deal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think engaging with it is fruitful. Since engaging with it, I've, I feel like I've gotten a lot of clarity about the political situations uh, that we frequently live in. And I have to give the movie a big old thank you. So it's going right in my shit pile, my dude. All right. Is that a... I mean, hopefully that's a fairly astute answer. I, I think it's a astute answer. I just... You don't want to be like, yes. Yeah. It's because you hate Italians, which you've revealed over the course of the podcast. And I want to be clear. I don't, I don't, I don't hate any, any person. Oh yeah. Due, due to their ethnicity. Oh, I, 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 I all I, the Italians I, at home were pressing X to doubt. Yeah. No, they're, listen, all, all you ethnic Italians, you're great. I'm sure each and every one of you is an upstanding person. It's I I I think there's just this thing with Italian culture that rubs me. Well, it's it's just I think I think the thing is you just watched a hun like Salo or a hundred and twenty days of Sodom and then someone put a microphone in your face, <laughs> so your immediate reaction is like fuck Italians, I guess, and I'm just like well let's walk that back Listen, just slightly. Burning. Go after your fascists like Nazis gone after the or like Germany's gone after the Nazis. Yeah, I mean yeah, let's go after the fascists. That's the big bit, right? This, a, this has been a Woody Guthrie podcast, pretty much. This this podcast kills fascists. To, to Woody Guthrie. You have, but that's just because you you really want to unionize, even though you don't really have a, an industry to unionize. There's not like a podcast union, I don't think. Maybe I, there is. Th- let's create one. Podcaster union. Let's, let's let's go and kidnap Robert Evans and make him join our, our <laughs> podcast union. Oh my god! Hey, Robert. I hope you're listening. We love you. You, We would love to have you on the podcast to talk about something spicy. Like, you've seen a lot of shit, so I assume that you've probably seen some some dangerous, fucked up things. If you have, hit me up, my dude. DM me. I will have you on. As a matter of fact, like, I think guests are a good vibe. Yeah. I've been thinking about that lately, and I was like, you know, we could have, like, a Discord guest sometime yeah. or something like that. We could mm-hmm. make that happen. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you know if you're if you're famous and cool, and not just you know, lowly Peter or John at your computer, uh, uh, listening to this before jerking off, uh, if if you're like a person with like like r- real big brain galaxy brain takes on some kind of fucked up movie, you, this might be the podcast for you to guest on, my dude. So hit me up. Let's see about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, so. So you're to 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 conclude here. You're saying that your vote is contingent upon what the director did in his personal life. I I think my vote is contingent on the story and like the overall narrative of the film. So but is it possible to accept one narrative and reject another narrative, even if that other narrative is true? Yeah. Be- Dark Knight? I. <laughs> he's the hero we deserve, but not the hero we need right now. I I just think that that, that movie made me so viscerally uncomfortable that I'm not I'm not gonna put it. You don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. it. Stinks, I'm not going to put it with stinky. the thing in Bone Tomahawk. No, it, <laughs> it gets it gets put over there. And I'm not trying to deny the like the significance of the movie. Sure. I just think that there's they could have 
I don't know. I, I'm surely there's movies that communicate what it communicates in in a less shit-eating fashion, like the Holy Mountain. Well, and we'll get there because like that's more your vibe. You're more of like a psych a psychedelia kind of guy. Yeah, and I'm more of a truth kind of lady. Yeah, I like spicy things that make me uncomfortable, and you like psychedelia yeah so when we get into the psychedelia you're gonna have a golden time but right now i'm having a golden shower or a brown bath or a brown bath fuck me i hate this episode all right so (laughs) thank you for watching if watching listening Listening. whatever you were doing if you were watching you know maybe (laughs) maybe come out where are you if you're in our window hello (laughs) hello uh are you in the closet so anyway, if you thank you for listening, uh, please, you know, share this wherever podcasts are sold or whatever the fuck that means. Tweet at us at your, at your take is X E X and you are, I am Neo or at angstrom and on I'm, Twitter and I'm at Nick spheres or may, uh, you can call me up. We can talk about shit. And if you hate my political takes about how fascism is bad, might I kindly suggest that you go fuck yourself? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of the only thing there. Hey, if you're a fascist, like legitimately fascist, follow your leader. Wow. So I'll see you later, my friends, and I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving that already happened. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you ate some good food. Got fat on turkey. Yeah. All right. See you later. I think that's about it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, goodbye. I want to edit.